Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to the Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women, I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Welcome to episode three of the Relatable Podcast. On this week's episode of Getting to Know You. Getting to know all about you. Wow, the harmony is terrible. It is majestic. (laughs) Magical. (laughs) On this week's episode, we get to know more about our homegirl, free-spirited, monogamish Chantal, founder of Island Girls Rock, an all-around article bad girl. Carer, lover, giver community activist <laughs> and finding out all about what makes her happy so Good. buckle up and load up ready for episode three of the relatable podcast hello for those who are not aware uh-huh. Chantal is normally the one interviewing <laughs> and unpicking and unpacking and caring for people and doing all these workshops yep. and stuff like that okay all right. There we go. Okie dokes. Hmm. All right. Good question. Uh oh. What did you learn about relationships from your parents? <gasps> yep. Question. Okay. So, to give everyone context, I have three parents. I have two fathers my biological father and my stepdad, and my mom. So, boy, this question, I mean, goddamn. I know, right? Come, I couldn't get, I get some easy peasy <laughs> questions. I know, Okay. 
What did I learn from my parents about relationships? I remember when I was a lot younger and my stepdad and mom were, I guess, in the, I don't even think it was honeymoon stage because they'd known each other since I was like two or three. And I might have been around nine, ten. I remember them being very affectionate Mm. and publicly so. There's a favorite picture that I have of them. And it was the 70s. And my mom has on, my mom, stunning, had on a boob tube, her big afro, these loose fitting, I guess they were collots. And they're laughing. And his hand is trying to sneak down the front of her boob tube. And someone snapped that photo. I love that. And I look at that photo sometimes and think, look at these two, huh? Mm, Beautiful. Those are the images I have of them when I was growing up. And so for me... I always want that in my relationships or I'm naturally that way anyway. And so I'm never afraid to be affectionate and I'm not afraid to be affectionate in public because for me, touch and sharing those moments is so important in in connecting and in intimacy. And I know I've complained to you guys for the whole pandemic. I just need to be touched. (laughs) I just need a hug. But... I definitely learned that from them. I've learned how to communicate better because they did not communicate well. Mm. Um, I think with my stepdad and my mom, they've known each other for so long. There's an element where they almost communicate in the style of brothers and sisters. Mm. Right. And that's all well and good. But this is your partner. This is not your brother and sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And so I've learned to really try my best to understand that as familiar as I am with the person standing in front of me as my partner, I still cannot make assumptions yeah. mm. about the way they may want to navigate a certain situation that we're dealing with as a couple. Mm. Right? I can't assume that this is a way that this person is going to deal with it. And so for me, which may annoy my partners, there's always this, you know, okay, well... <laughs> To go back to Fiona's question, but how does that make you feel? <laughs> and I know there must be like this blasted woman. You know, I always want to know about my feelings. God damn it. Yeah, because I, I want to know how this action may impact on you. You know, I, I want to do this with my life or I want to go to this thing. You know, number one, you don't have to come with me because in, in relationships, I'm very much a person who believes in freedom in terms of you are still your own individual person. You may still have your own crew and your own stuff that you like that I may find really boring. And I don't have to be up under you all the time and you don't have to be up under me. And that is actually something I also learned from my mom and, and my stepdad. You know, my stepdad loved motorbikes. And I remember him going off. Okay, I wanted to say long cycles around the island, but Nevis is thirty-six square miles. It's okay. First of so all, ten minutes. It's not that long. It's ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> Come on, thirty-six square hey, miles. First hey. of all, that's still long. It's long. Okay, right. Okay. Most cyclists long. are not cycling to from England to Scotland. Thank right? you very much. They are going from Brixton to Perth. Thank you very much. Okay. Right. For now. okay. So he would be on his motorbike wow, or his moped. I, I'm ignoring you <laughs> right now, you know, and, and my mom had her things that she was into. And then every now and again, they meet up and do something together. Like they mm-hmm. would go out to dinner quite a lot and they still do. 
You know, they go out to dinner and go to different hotels on the island. They eat out a lot. That's good. And so I saw that. And so I I crave that in my connections. You know, like I want to go out. As much as I'm a homebody, because I am Miss Torian, my home is my palace, mm. my sanctuary, my everything, which is why for me, there are elements of the pandemic, which I did not mind. <laughs> for real. Okay. Alone, oh, I have to stay home? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever will I do? Okay. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and even... Like the way my mom makes a fuss of my dad's birthday every year. Well, that's like a beautiful every, thing. Like, and it's so beautiful. And I love that. I love that she makes a fuss. My mom will go and order things in secretly and, you know, and have people make his favorite cake and take him out. And my my stepdad, dad, because it's the same to me, is a little bit of an introvert. Man, Vanessa, we not got to do all them things there still, you know. Mm. Yes, we do. Because <laughs> you know what? One year, she don't do it. He'd be like, but oh, wait, so, wait, okay, wait, wait, exactly. what's going on? <laughs> what else going on here? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So there's that. And the last thing that I've learned from them is to listen. They do not listen to each other. Mm. And sometimes as a child, you are like thinking, but... All mommy is saying is this, or all daddy is saying is this, but y'all not listening. And as, as a child, you can see that because you're like, well, what's the big deal? But because they're not listening to each other, they're completely missing the point. Yeah. And something which could be resolved in probably half an hour ends up stewing and stewing for like a day. And as the child, you're like, oh, for heaven's sake, mm. <laughs> you know? So there's things that I've learned. My parents are human. And they were learning themselves. You know, they got married. They have these three girls. They're coming from, in a sense, even though they're both from Nevis, my mom mostly grew up here. My dad made the choice out of all his siblings to not move to the UK during the Windrush era. He was like, it call, I'm good. And I Mm. love him so much for that. My stepdad is like, yeah, y'all go. I'm, I'm going to stay here. Mm. <laughs> He's smart. Like, yeah. He's a smart for me, one. I feel like, boy, you made the right choice, baby. <laughs> He's a smart one. Yeah. 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 That's, cool. that's really beautiful. I think it's so interesting when you're talking about that they could be very physically affectionate, mm-hmm. but also not listen to each other. Oh, crazy, right? Right? Or You know, it's beautiful to think that seven, eight years into a relationship, you're still trying to like, you know, catch a little feeling yes. 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 that's, that's yeah. very cute I love yeah. that photo but, yeah. it, but then it shows you know that relationships are multi-layered mm-hmm. and just because one aspect of it may be beautiful and golden and shining mm-hmm. there's always some aspect that needs to be worked on yeah. mm-hmm. right and it's recognizing that yeah. and saying okay we're good at this we're quite shit at that let's see how we can work together yeah. to make it less shit in this aspect because yeah. you're never going to get it 100% right mm-hmm. it's, that's impossible and it's a fairy tale that people have been sold it's never going to be butterflies and hearts and flowers and fairies all the time. That's not real. That's not even the relationship no. when you're still in that phase. The relationship is when the shit happens and you have your first conflict and it's about how you resolve those conflicts. Can we resolve our conflicts in a respectable way? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to attack one another? Like, how are we doing this? Those are the things when you know, oh, this is where we real. This is really, we're really in a relationship now. Yeah. That's yep, how yep. I feel. Yeah. And to say, like, even though we're going through all of this, I still choose to stay I, because exactly. I'm willing to work through it. Yeah. I think exactly. those, those things are very telling. 
So, okay. All right. Well, please oh, let me get an easy question. Us. I mean. All right. All right. These are very good questions, you know. Great. Name three words. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Name three works of art, music, literature, and visual art or architecture that mm. mean a lot to you. Ooh. Three works of art that mean a lot to me. Oh, my God. Goodness, there's so much. Know, oh my you, god, girl. that's terrible. It, it, it's like asking you to name three of your favorite like, books. On it. Yeah. Oh my god, I couldn't. I couldn't. Okay, you know what I'm gonna do to make it easier for myself? I'm going to do that I'm presently loving. Okay, because if I were to dive all the way back, like I cannot. Okay, so right now, there's an artist who I love called Amber Mark, and she has a song called Worth It. And it's such a beautiful song. And I wish I had the lyrics to hand, but I don't. And it's an upbeat song. And it's just almost like an anthem where it's like, look, no matter what, you're worth it. You're worth the beautiful things. You're worth a beautiful experience. You're worth a beautiful life. And I feel because we are still very much navigating the pandemic, more uprisings, Black Lives Matter, Palestine. And we can get consumed with everything that's wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And we can almost take on, well, for sure, take on all the trauma because it's our trauma. But we're so consumed by it that we forget that there are elements of life that are still quite beautiful and that you are still deserving of those things, even though the world is exploding even though we are still navigating an apocalypse. Yep. You are still deserving of feeling good. You are worth going to the Tate Museum once it reopens and taking in some beautiful art. You are worth your friends showering you with love and affection on your birthday in Kew Garden and then it poured on a rain and you're like, oh, okay, I digress. But you, you are worth those things. You are worth someone just calling you just to check in on you. Mm-hmm. You're worth it. And just because there's a lot and it's quite heavy energetically right now for everyone, the moments of sunshine and golden moments are still yours to have and you're worth it. And so for me, that song, when I play it in the mornings, it's like, that's right. Yes. 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 And you deserve right. to have these things. Yeah. Yep. So yep. That's, that's definitely a piece of art okay. that that's I'm one. appreciating right now. Another one is, oh, I just finished this book by Monique Ruffet. I never know how to pronounce her surname. She's a Trinidadian author. And it's the Mermaid of Black Conk. Ooh, Ooh I love the I love Listen. the name already. I think let I have that you. book in my read list mm-hmm. to read list. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about this book and how magical and beautiful it is. You know when you're reading a book and you don't want it to end, so you kind of start to take your time with the chapters. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. let me not read all of chapter three today. Let me just read half, half of, of it. it. <laughs> right? So just like giving myself little drips, drips, drips. It's just beautiful. And I love when our writers, Caribbean writers, weave the mystical into their storytelling. It's very much for me, Octavia Butler who is one of the most beloved science fiction, apocalypse, Afrofuturism um, writers, Black American. 
I love when our writers take that route too, because yeah. that is in us and people just aren't aware of it. Yeah. And so there were elements of this book, just the mysticism and the magic and just the way that she even spoke about certain things. And I want to give I away too what much. It is. I, like, I saw I it. I cannot talk about this yeah, too much, but that's I know definitely what it is. something. Well, I mean, the thing Beautiful. is, it's like anytime, especially black or Caribbean writers, is always feel... Like we just adopting one narrative that like we don't mm-hmm. believe in fantasy yeah. and yeah. mysticism yeah. Yeah. and all yeah. these kind of things like that. And this is we never it's our stories are always like some kind of hard story, tough story. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we want to have like fairies and and Absolutely. and all yeah. kind of yeah. things too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. know, that's it's, it's always been reserved for like European. What's them brothers who's written all of them books? Hans, no, the Grimm. The Grimm, the Grimm brothers. brothers. The brothers Grimm. Brothers yeah. Grimm. Right? It's mm. like it's reserved for them only. Mm-hmm. I love when Caribbean writers come and do things yeah, like that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And so my third one is during Oh God, how many lockdowns have we had? Jesus. Okay, let me see. I think maybe during the second lockdown, it was my birthday. So this is last year, right? So it was my birthday and I decided to treat myself to some art and I purchased some artwork from Sharon Walters, mm. right? And big up Sharon. Big up big Sharon. Big up London <laughs> artist. <laughs> so I purchased some of her artwork and I have it hung in my space lovely, and it's beautiful and she just told me the other day because Sharon is she's a collage artist for those of you who don't know her work she's on Instagram is it London Artist One? London underscore Artist One okay yeah, yeah. you'll find her mm-hmm. you'll find her and she has a series called Seeing Ourselves which is focused and centered on black women and representation of black women visually in the art world in media And she's gone from stride to stride. I remember Sharon did a workshop for Island Girls Rock two years ago now. Jesus. Oh, my life. At our um, wellness day. And so she did a workshop focused on seeing ourselves. And so I bought this piece of art from her. And just recently, she's telling me that the image that she used is from an old photo of her mom. Mm. Okay, and I'm like, oh my god! So I have your mama. <laughs> I have your mama in my space, and it's it's this beautiful image of her with flowers. And I'm like, I lo- it's your mom. So yeah, I feel extra special. You yeah. should. I yeah. feel so yeah. that yeah. yeah. Those are three pieces of art and creativity. Which, Very good. You yeah. give us a piece of music. <laughs> I did piece that. of literature and a piece yeah, of like art. art. Okay. Very good. Go me. You know. Um, is that the last one? Cultured. Yes, is the last question. Oh, this is the last one. I yes. thought that was the last one. No, one oh. more, honey. You know, escaping. Okay, go all the way. Oh, no. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it already. Listen, when a Caribbean woman says, hmm. <laughs> There's so many ways I could go. <clears throat> when do you cry oh, or God. want to cry as an adult? <laughs> all the time. Every day, every day all day. <laughs> all right. So I'm definitely feeling exposed. Okay. <laughs> okay. I cry all the time and I cry because I'm happy. I cry. And it's not like, you know, when you do a dirty cry. No, it's not the snot and all that stuff <laughs> is, you know, I allow my tears to flow. <laughs> and I, I cry when I appreciate things, when I'm happy, when I'm sad. 
I don't cry when I'm angry. I curse when I'm angry. I mean, I cry all the time. And I had a real episode of crying at the beginning of this year because to give you guys some context, the year before the pandemic, I lost four members of my family and it was in some very tragic circumstances, two of them. And then we went into the pandemic, right? And so, of course, we're all in survival mode. So I lost them in 2019. Then we went straight into the pandemic in 2020. And so I hadn't recognized at the time that I hadn't given myself, well, I, I didn't have time to grieve. So I went straight into survival mode for 2020, right? And so we're all in survival mode. The cortisol levels are going, keeping going, fight or flight. Da, 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 da. Boy. Of course I was sad and still very brokenhearted about my loss from the previous year, right? So then an opportunity arose for me this year, 2021, to be completely alone for, I think, let me see, <laughs> for five months. Yes. For five months, right? Mm -hmm. Completely alone. And let me tell you guys, for the first two months, all I did was ball every day. Mm. And at first I was scared. I was like, child, what do you What's wrong with you? You know, I'm very much in therapy. I do all the things, but I I'm in the shower, I crying. I'm in the kitchen, I crying. I watching Netflix, I balling. Even if what I'm watching <laughs> was not ball worthy. Yep. I yep, balling. Yep. And at first I was like, girl, what a rust is wrong with you? Right? So luckily I had a therapy session around that time. So I'm saying, I'm like, and I don't understand. I said, I'm not especially sad. I said, but I'm just, and she's listening to me. She's like, okay, so Chantal, let me ask you a question. Because you know, that's what the therapists do. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I'm like, yes. How long do you think you will be grieving? I was like, grieving? She's like, yes, grieving. And I was like, um, I don't know. She's like, okay, so have you cried for the loss that you experienced in 2019? I was like, of course, you know, funeral. She's like, yeah, but have you cried? And have you had the space to not mask your tears because you have been around other people? Mm. And she's like, what's her number? I will give it to you after the show. And she's like, and when you were crying, were you crying in the shower? I was like, yes. Were you crying in front of your relatives? No. Were you crying in front of your colleagues? No. So really, you haven't had the space to fully cry, have you? Of course, I didn't start a ball. Of course. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm I'm like, shit. God <laughs> damn, woman. Like, what? read me to fill. <laughs> That's fine. But then, of course, she was right. I Very. hadn't been alone with my grief. I hadn't been alone with my grief. Hmm. And so my body and my everything was just like, okay, here we go. She's all alone. Let's do this shit. Yeah. Do this now. And let yeah. me tell you guys, I felt like I made so much progress. I mean, grieving is linear. It's 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 non-linear even. Sorry. I don't think grieving you ever it, stop. You never no. stop. You never stop and it's up and down and all around the houses. But I hadn't had the space to just fully be sad without feeling like, okay, I can't let the boys see me being sad. Yeah. You know, I can't mm -hmm. let you know, this person see me being sad. And so let me just, but when I go in my room, I'm a cry. 
Mm. Or when I go in the shower, I'm going to cry. So no, I was able to cry whilst I was cooking my food and cry whilst I was vacuuming and, and scrubbing the toilet and doing all the things. And it was a blessing. Hmm. Yeah, It was a blessing to have that space to cry. Yeah. It was wonderful. So yeah, I, I'm not afraid to cry, guys. Happy, sad, in between, whatever. Yeah. I, I think it's very important to allow ourselves the space to. Mm. I mean, the thing is, most of us do cry in private. And I understand how uncomfortable it would be to cry in front of other people, even family members, right? And then the natural thing is you wipe your tears away or you hide your face or whatever. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, don't cry, don't cry. Stop crying, stop crying. You know, because some people I think they need to tell you, oh, stop crying, feel better, right? Yeah. And then it just becomes about something else instead of staying in the moment, feeling it, allowing it to go through you, processing it. And then after that, you can move forward, right? But then it's always... I don't think we we feel comfortable even alone because we also tell ourselves the things people say, don't cry, don't cry, mm-hmm. or stop, 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 go and wash your face, you're fine, you're weak, stop being a bitch. Then all these kind of things, right? And I think we don't ever really properly allow ourselves to cry. Yeah. Properly, properly. But what I find with me is when I don't allow myself to cry is I end up crying in the worst places. <laughs> right. So I'm on the train. And I have my music on or I'm reading a book and I'll read something and on the train wiping tears away. Thank fuck for their masks because (laughs) the tears going down and people not seeing it. Mm. And I'm trying to just maybe put my sunglasses on so they definitely ain't going to see it. I find I end up crying. I'm I'm going for a walk on the morning and I walk in the whole way I cry. And it's just... We need that time and that space to let it out. Otherwise, yeah, Mm -hmm. it will will come out eventually. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's time to gather under the mango tree. For this week's episode of Under the Mango Tree, we're going to be listening to some majestic waterfalls. These soundscapes were taken from a visit to a waterfall in Ancillary in St. Lucia. 
and my god that was beautiful it was an amazing sunday morning like eight o'clock in the morning and all you could hear is the water nothing else no one else around enjoy as much as i did What's bringing you joy this week? This week, I've been getting a lot of joy from the fact that I'm on annual leave <laughs> from my day job. And even though I can't go nowhere because Miss Panorama, <laughs> it just feels nice to not actually have to wake up at six o'clock. But I'm waking up anyway because body clock. But I'm choosing to just read a book. During that time. And if I fall asleep, great. If not, then I just get up and do some meditation or whatever. But the joy is coming from not having to leave the house, not having to get on a train, not having to do my usual commute. So my annual leave, although it's a homebound one, is still bringing me joy. This week... <laughs> What's bringing me joy is I got this letter telling me that my surgery to get my tubes tied has been moved up. So it is no longer on the 29th. It's now next Thursday. So the reason it's bringing me joy is because I hate contraceptives, not hate condoms I hate contraceptives I hate the hormones I hate filling my body with these things that are not natural so I'm getting so much joy from knowing that I could stop that and knowing that I could be a natural woman without putting all these things inside my body so I'm really really excited it's scary but it's also bringing me joy to know that I could breathe and I could not have to worry about certain things. This week, what has brought me joy? You all say I have a hungry belly, but uh, cocoa tea. I have a lot of cocoa tea, cocoa sticks in my house. So those who may not be familiar, cocoa sticks is unrefined cocoa. That comes from the Caribbean in solid sticks and then you grate it to make a tea that you normally have in the morning. And then I discovered that there is coconut condensed milk. So that's a dairy-free condensed milk. And, you know, I think when you have cocoa tea, your body also says, this is good for me. This feels good. I love the earthiness of the taste. And I'm a person who, I love chocolate. So I love 
strong taste in chocolate, not watered down chocolate with so many additives. So I like to taste it in its purest form. And it has brought me a lot of joy to be able to taste the earthiness and purity of it in the morning and something that's dairy-free with the touches of coconut, cinnamon, bay leaf, nutmeg and stuff like that. It just feels good in the morning. Wow, thanks so much for that, Chantal. And thank you for joining us this week on the Relatable Podcast. Chantal, you have my reading list growing big time. I cannot wait to get my hands on these books. I'm so excited for them. So yeah, remember, you could find us on Acast, Spotify, Apple and SoundCloud. So on Instagram, follow us on The Relatable Podcast. And remember, new episodes drop every Wednesday. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.